What's going on everybody? Austin here and in this video we are going to be taking a look at the AFC North, specifically the Cincinnati Bengals and what they need to do with their NFL offseason. Uh, so firstly, the, the mark that I have is they should probably replace all of their offensive linemen. Uh, they need to attack their secondary and just get anybody that's a defensive playmaker, whether that's an edge rusher, a linebacker, or uh, just an, a star in the secondary. <clears throat> I think their offense is pretty much perfect, obviously, besides their offensive line. Um, unfortunately, they did lose C.J. Uzoma in free agency, and he's gone. Uh, however, or they've got three very good wide receivers that are that are incredibly complementary of each other. They've got top five running back in the league and, you know, another top 10 uh, quarterback in the league in Joe Burrow. Uh, as far as their free agents go, uh, they've re-signed uh, a, a big majority of them. Um, they've signed an extra majority of new free agents. So they brought back Eli Apple. They brought back uh, one of their defensive tackles, Josh Topu. They, it's really funny. Um, they have two players on their roster that were free agents that they re-signed. One, the, one of their names is Michael Thomas, a free safety, and one of their names is Mike Thomas, a wide receiver. I think that's just an incredibly interesting uh, situation that they have a Mike Thomas at receiver, and they also have a Michael Thomas at free safety. Um... They also uh, signed uh, a center who was on the Patriots last year, and they grabbed a guard, Alex Kappa, who just recently left the Tampa Bay Buccaneers at uh, 27 years old and 29 years old, uh, oppositely, for each of those guys. And so, you know, they've pretty much signed those two linemen to their first big contract, which is going to be nice for them to get them in their prime. Um... Left tackle Riley Reef is available in free agency uh, from their team. It'll be interesting to see whether or not they decide to bring him back. Um, but they've done a good job at, at you know trying to target that interior offensive line. I'd imagine that their first draft pick is going to go to the offensive line, or if there's you know some amazing player that fell to them, say, um, I can't even think of his name, say, like a Lewis Seen, if he falls to... You know, 31, somehow, magically, uh, the Bengals, I'm sure, would have to take him. Uh, you know, despite having a few good, you know, players at safety, it's, you know, it's hard to pass up on somebody that good. Um, so, as far as offensive line goes, I think they're on a good path. And then in the draft, again, it's pretty much just, you know, secondary uh, or uh, offensive linemen, if there's still a good offensive lineman available. Uh, they have decent draft picks. They've got... Uh, you know, just their own slew of draft picks, pick number uh, 31 through 252, which is an interesting situation. Not interesting, but it's kind of cool to see a team not have any traded away or not have any traded in. It's literally just they have every single one of their draft picks, no compensatory picks and everything like that. Um, they're going to have, they have, they still have $18 million left in cap space, which is a pretty good number. I'd like to see them get uh, what's <sighs> Joe Mixon. I'd like to see them get Joe Mixon on somewhat of a better deal long term, where 
He's making less money, but he's on the team long-term because he's shown that he can stay relatively healthy throughout most of the season. And he's also a very good receiving back. So I think he's I think he's really, really important to the team and what they're doing more than just what, you know, Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase are doing. Um, and then, you know, as a defensive playmaker, I mean, you know, adding a defensive end to help out Trey Hendrickson on the other side, I think is probably going to be the biggest deal there. You know, so whether that's going after... Uh, you know, Calais Campbell in free agency, you know, a lot of the good pass rushers have uh, gotten taken out, but, um, you know, I'm trying to think of, you know, if there's anybody available, I think that Zadarius Smith is still a free agent. He would be a really interesting uh, choice at, you know, edge rusher for this Cincinnati Bengals team. As far as free agents that they have to re-sign still, um, or, you know, let go. Uh, Jesse Bates, the safety, is an interesting one. I think that they'd want to possibly look at, uh, you know, safety in the draft. He is, he would be set to make a pretty large amount of money, but I think, uh, I think they're just going to let Jesse hit free agency. Um, they've got Riley Reef, like I mentioned before, and Trey Hopkins, both on the offensive line, who probably uh, they don't want because they're going to command more money than they'd be willing to pay the guys who really let them down. Vernon Hargraves, one of my favorite players coming out of college, who really isn't very any good uh, cornerback who's probably not going to stay on the team. I think this year uh, it's pretty cut and dry. Um, oh, I also forgot to mention that they signed uh, Lyle Collins, uh, the free agent from Dallas. I do believe that they grabbed him. I think he plays the guard position. Uh, right guard, but I'm not entirely sure. Um, you know, I think I think this offseason is pretty cut and dry for the Cincinnati Bengals. I mean, it's it's improve where you need to improve and try. And fortunately for them, it's obvious where they need to improve. And I think they just need to try to stay adequate at, you know, the positions that got them there, you know, which is, you know, the weapons that they have on offense. Um, and speaking of weapons, CJ Uzoma, who, you know, was their, I'd say, breakout tight end this year. He's been on the team for a while, but, you know, he finally had a pretty impactful season. Uh, I'm not going to say that the team the team let Joe Burrow down, but I think CJ Uzoma is going to be a bigger deal leaving than you might think for somebody who'd be fourth on the team or fifth on the team in targets, just depending on where him and Joe Mixon ranked. I'm not entirely sure. Uh, but he did end up signing a three-year, $24 million deal, so that's, you know, $8 million a year, which... You know, it, it's a bit of money for a guy who's probably not top 10, top 15 at his position. But, you know, if if he's your fourth best target and he's making $8 million, that's, you know, that's not a bad deal. I mean, a lot of number three, number fours will end up making around, you know, 10, 11 million. So, you know, if he's a good, if he's a good fit, you know, good for the Jets, I think, building around uh, Zach Wilson like they did is a smart move, uh, but whoever they choose to fill his spot, um, they're also, oh, I think that, yeah, they, so they did sign, they signed the uh, Atlanta tight end, Hayden Hurst, so uh, they chose him to fill his spot, and that's going to be kind of interesting, because Hayden Hurst is in a uh, high, high volume offense in Atlanta, so I think he's going to go from a situation where, uh, you know, he was probably the number three target on that team, um, maybe number four, if you count Corderell Patterson, He's going to go from number four in a high-volume offense to probably number five 
in what's honestly a less high-volume offense as far as passing attempts. Um, the Bengals have a better defense than the Falcons do, and the, Fal- the, and the Bengals have a better run game than the Falcons do. So, you know, hopefully Hayden Hurst gets better looks, uh, and that works out for Joe Burrow. But, uh, you know, the the growth of the Cincinnati Bengals around their young quarterback and their young, their young stars, I believe uh, they've got two wide receivers, a running back, uh, and a quarterback who are all under 20, who are all under 26. So they're 25 years old or less. Um, and you know, Joe Burrow just had 4,000 yards. Joe Mixon just had a thousand yards rushing and, uh, Jamar Chase just had a uh, thousand yards. You know, obviously they're all plus receiving. And so they have a very, very, very strong foundation to build on. It's just up to the Cincinnati Bengals not to blow it like, unfortunately, for a lot of uh, Cincinnati fans, they historically have. I'm Austin Greeno, and this is The Extra Point.